Chapter 43 of Gunsight Pass How Oil Came to the Cattle Country and Brought a New West by William McLeod Rain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Juan Otero is conscripted. Crawford and Sanders rode rapidly toward Malapi. They stopped several times to examine places where they thought it possible Otero might have left the road, but they looked without expectation of any success. They did not even know that the Mexican had started in this direction. As soon as he reached the suburbs, he might have cut back across the plain and followed an entirely different line of travel. Several miles from town, Sanders pulled up. I'm going back for a couple of miles. Bob was telling me of a Mexican tendejon in the hills kept by the father of a girl Otero goes to see. She might know where he is. If I can get hold of him, likely I can make him talk. This struck Crawford as rather a wild goose chase, but he had nothing better to offer himself in the way of a plan. "'Might as well,' he said gloomily. "'I don't reckon you'll find him, but you never can tell. Offer the girl a big reward if she'll tell where Doble is. I'll hustle to town and send out posses.' They separated. Dave rode back up the road, swung off at the place Hart had told him of, and turned up a valley which pushed to the roots of the hills. The tendejon was a long, flat-roofed adobe building close to the trail. Dave walked through the open door into the bar room. Two or three men were lounging at a table. Behind a counter, a brown-eyed Mexican girl was rinsing glasses in a pail of water. The young man sauntered forward to the counter. He invited the company to drink with him. "'I'm looking for Juan Otero,' he said presently. "'Mr. Crawford wanted me to see him about riding for him. There was a moment's silence. All of those present were Mexicans except Dave. The girl flashed a warning look at her countrymen. That look, Sanders guessed at once, would seal the lips of all of them. At once he changed his tactics. What information he got would have to come directly through the girl. He signaled her to join him outside. Presently she did so. The girl was a dusky young beauty, plump as a partridge, with the soft-eyed charm of her age and race. "'The senor wants to see me?' she asked. Her glance held a flash of mockery. She had seen many dirty, poverty-stricken mavericks of humanity, but never a more battered specimen than this gaunt, hollow-eyed tramp, black as a coal-heaver, whose flesh showed grimy with livid wounds through the shreds of his clothing. But beneath his steady look the derision died. Tattered his coat and trousers might be. At least he was a prince in adversity. The head on his splendid shoulders was still finely poised. He gave an impression of indomitable strength. "'I want Juan Otero,' he said. "'To ride for Signor Crawford?' Her white teeth flashed, and she lifted her pretty shoulders in a shrug of mock regret. "'Too bad he is not here. Some other day.' "'Will not do. I want him now.' "'But I have not got him hid.' "'Where is he?' I don't want to harm him, but I must know. He took Joyce Crawford into the hills last night to Doug Doble, pretended her father had been hurt and he had been sent to lead her to him. I must save her, from Doble, not from Otero. Help me. I will give you money, a hundred dollars, two hundred. She stared at him. Did Juan do that? she murmured. Yes, you know Doble. He's a devil. I must find him. Soon. Juan has not been here for two days. I do not know where he is. The dust of a moving horse was traveling toward them from the hills. A Mexican pulled up and swung from the saddle. 
the girl called a greeting to him quickly before he could speak buenos dios manuel my father is within manuel the man looked at her a moment murmured buenos bonita and took a step as though to enter the house dave barred the way the flash of apprehension in bonita's face her unnecessary repetition of the name the man's questioning look at her told sanders that this was the person he wanted just a minute otero where did you leave miss crawford the mexican's eyes contracted to give himself time he fell again into the device of pretending that he did not understand english dave spoke in spanish the loafers in the barroom came out to listen i do not know what you mean don't lie to me where is she the keeper of the tendejon asked a suave question he too talked in spanish who are you senor a deputy sheriff perhaps no my name is dave sanders i'm emerson crawford's friend if juan will help me save the girl he'll get off light and perhaps make some money i'll stand by him but if he won't i'll drag him back to malapi and give him to a mob the sound of his name was a potent weapon his fame had spread like wildfire through the hills since his return from colorado he had scored victory after victory against bad men without firing a gun he had made the redoubtable doug doble an object of jeers and had driven him to the hills as an outlaw dave was unarmed they could see that but his quiet confidence was impressive if he said he would take juan to malapi with him none of them doubted he would do it had he not dragged miller back to justice miller who was a killer of unsavory reputation otero wished he had not come just now to see bonita but he stuck doggedly to his statement he knew nothing about it nothing at all crawford is sending out a dozen posses they will close the passes doble will be caught they will kill him like a wolf then they will kill you if they don't find him they will kill you anyhow dave spoke evenly without raising his voice somehow he made what he said seem as inevitable as fate bonita caught her lover by the arm and shoulder she was afraid and her conscience troubled her vicariously for his wrongdoing why did you do it juan she begged of him he said she wanted to come that she would marry him if she had the chance he said her father kept her from him the man pleaded i didn't know he was going to harm her where is he take me to him quick said sanders relapsing into english si senor at once agreed otero thoroughly frightened i want a six-shooter someone lend me one none of them carried one but benita ran into the house and brought back a small bulldog david looked it over without enthusiasm it was a pretty poor concern to take against a man who carried two forty-fives and knew how to use em but he thrust it into his pocket and swung to the saddle it was quite possible he might be killed by doble but he had a conviction that the outlaw had come to the end of the passage he was going to do justice on the man once and for all he regarded this as a certainty End of chapter 43